Welcome to the SLP Talk Show. Real talk with Carrie about stuff that really matters. Hey, it's Carrie, your fast-talking, speech-therapy-loving host. While you are driving, cleaning, exercising, or whatever it is you do while listening to podcasts, I'm going to be chatting about pediatric speech therapy stuff. But I don't want our time together to feel like work or be boring. You already work enough, and you already have enough boring stuff to do in your life. So let's get going and have some fun. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 24 of the SLP Talk Show. Uh, Today is an off-topic episode, so we're going to do a non-speech therapy, non-child development, totally off-topic episode. Are you ready for this, Jim? I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. This this, this is going to be... I guess my show. A little yeah, bit. it is going to be kind of your show. So in case you are new to the SLP Talk Show, I'm Carrie. I am joined by my husband, Jim. Hello. And so we're going to do something fun. But before we get started, normally we do Chumper Champ and I quiz Mr. Trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give him four questions and we see if he's a chump or a champ. And so because this is an off-topic, a uh, whole different format today, Jim is actually going to quiz me on, I believe, my football knowledge. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so four questions. Reverse chump or champ. Reverse chump or champ. So yes. bring it on. Let's see. Let's see what we got going. Okay, question number one. Uh, it's kind of an easy one, I think. Uh, how many teams are there in the NFL? Oh, freaking A. Um... um Oh, I should know. 32. That's right. <gasps> that number came ding, ding, to ding, me. Ding. So there are 16 in the left league and 16 in the right league. Like, you know, of the AFC, NFC. Yes, there you go. AFC. <laughs> okay. Uh, another, this is another softball here. Okay. How many te- How many players oh, crap. can be on the field for each team at a time? Because they get in trouble if there's too many. If one right. doesn't get off the field in time. Oh, um, how many players? Uh, I'm going to say 12, 11. <clears throat> what is the answer? You, it's 11. I see. So 12 is too many. 12. Yeah. 12 I'm already a chump. All right. So okay. 11. All right. Okay. This one is a fantasy football question. Oh, crap. A little okay. more, a little more challenging. So we were kind of working our way up here. All right. Uh, what position can be used for the, or what positions can be used for your flex spot? Oh, oh, it can be a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end. That's correct. Very good. Oh, ding, 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 ding. I actually knew that one. Okay. Okay. And that's the most challenging question. Oh, here. no. All right. What does PPR stand for? Points per, per, per reception? Yes. <laughs> I am so proud of you. This yeah, bump. Yeah. This bump. All right. Very good. Very I'm, good. I'm a little disappointed you missed the, the how many guys. Well, on the, the 12, because 12 men yeah. on the field. If I would have thought about it for two more seconds, because that's the yeah. bad. When those bad 12, 12 guy yeah. gets on the field. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'll never forget now. You 11. can play with 10 or 9. But not 12. But not 12. Okay, 11. Okay. So I am a chump, officially. But that's okay. Hey, but you 3 out of 4. 3 out of 4. Yep, very good. All right, so our topic of conversation today is fantasy football so we have a family fantasy football league and it Mm -hmm. is called jim uh blood sweat and beers blood sweat and beers yes this is our second year for Mm -hmm. our family fantasy football league uh jim you're in a multitude of leagues like i don't even know how to keep track of them all 
Uh, I actually pared it back this year. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm only going to be in three, maybe four at the most. Oh, okay. Well, that's not terrible, I guess. So this is my only league, and I'm very mm-hmm. new to fantasy football. I've always enjoyed watching football, but like, just to give you guys a, a little uh, example of how little I understand the complex game of football, was it last Christmas or two Christmases ago, Jim got me a book called... <laughs> football for Dummies. <laughs> fantasy Football for Dummies. Or no, fo- it, was it was Football, football, for, football dummies. for Dummies. Yeah, it was one of those yellow books, like from... Yeah. Books and yeah, football for dummies. So I have to admit, I haven't read it cover to cover, and I should because then I wouldn't have to ask you all these questions, probably. But you know, you need to embed it into your daily routines. Well, I thank think. you so much, Mr. Ebert. <laughs> yes, I do. I, do. I don't want to give you homework, I know, and it feels like homework at this I know. point. Okay. See, maybe, um, I need to read a know, chapter yeah, a week, yeah. that's what I need to do, you know. Okay. reading time, just slip it in there in the stack. All right, very good, very good. So last year, my first year ever playing fantasy football, I actually came in fourth. I made the playoffs, and I was 10 and 5. Mm-hmm. I, I know where you're going. <laughs> Jim came in fifth. I came in fifth. With a record of 9 and 6. So while I did okay, I seriously, it was 100% beginner's luck. Like I literally had no idea what I was doing in the draft. It was, it was just luck so this year i thought you drafted pretty well well you know you drafted third i did draft third Mm -hmm. and i so yeah i had alvin camara what was the name of my team um something about camara lights camara action lights camara action yeah Yeah. that was my team name so um this year i want to go into our draft which is coming up here in a few weeks Mm -hmm. right um i want to go into our draft with a little bit more knowledge so that i can draft a more competitive fantasy football team okay so i have come up with some questions for jim i didn't give him these ahead of time oh no um and these are not like to quiz him or anything i mean he's okay. like a football is it just like opinions yeah it's okay. just your your you know this is just to help i'm hoping there are some listeners who are like "Ooh, i'm doing a fantasy football league yeah. and i'm a beginner too so um if you're a real like knowledgeable football um enthusiast these questions will be too like ridiculously easy for you but so here's my first question jim mm-hmm. what like, how do the different PPRs affect how we draft players? Like, what's our league? Are we a PPR, a half PPR? I don't understand. Like, I always hear PPR okay. this and PPR that. So, so PPR is points per reception. Okay. So a half PPR means you get a half a point every time they catch the ball. So what are we? Are we a... We're a half PPR. We are half. So mm-hmm. if you... Wait, run the ball or catch the ball? Catch the ball. So, so if you have a, a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end, okay, where they're, you know, catching the ball mm-hmm. routinely, okay, that's good because you get one half point plus whatever the yardage is plus whatever. The, so if they run seven yards, yeah. Wait, run or catch? See, I'm still confused. Catch. So it'd be point seven. You get you know t- every ten yards is a point. Every ten. See now I'm so lost. Every so, ten yards is a point. So if you run seven yards, and you, then you, you don't get seven points. You get 1.2 points. 1.2? How do you do that math? Because there's half a point. For catching, catching the ball. It? Oh, just for catching it you get yeah. a point? You get half, half a, point? a point plus oh. the seven yards. So that'd be oh. one, 1.2 points that you got on that play. Whoa. So why do we have to be half? Why why, why wouldn't it make math easier if we were just like <laughs> a one full point? point? Yeah. Well, I just... I We could... But we're not. So we're It's a- just, it's more traditional to be a half point just because it's, then the scoring isn't quite so crazy. Oh, because otherwise the, the points get out of control. I mean, I, I, don't, I like 
leagues that score lots of points. I've played in standard leagues, which a standard league is no points per reception. It's just yardage. Oh, just yards. Yeah. Okay. But see, then, you know, you have some some wide receivers might catch 12 or mm-hmm. 13, 15 balls in a game. Well, then all you get is their yardage. And that's really catching 15 passes you in a game. Get- you should be rewarded for that so that's why we do that okay okay so now i want to understand more about how we score points so Mm -hmm. if my quarterback guy throws a touchdown Mm -hmm. how many points does he get um six he gets no actually four sorry four four. for the for the touchdown itself plus the yardage oh so and that is a little bit different for quarterbacks it's one point for every 25 yards see how does anyone keep this straight like I That's why we have computers. Oh, oh, so we don't have to keep it straight. No, you just What happened? See back in the day. Got Yeah, you had to like write You had it to out. add all or this stuff. Or get the newspaper. Didn't you have yeah, to get the newspaper? And they used to call them rotisserie leagues back in the day. Rotisserie. Yeah. And and you literally would get the newspaper and and figure out and add points. up all the points. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That would yeah. I'm that not I'm not committed fun. enough to, 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 do that. To, to do that. So what happens if your quarterback guy like throws an interception? How does he get in trouble? Like what's his punishment? Minus one point. Just one? Mm-hmm. You only lose one point yep. if he throws an interception. What about the guy who catches it? Does he get anything? Oh no, but that's defense. The defense will guilt points for interceptions. Yeah. Okay. They get two points. Okay. So rushing yards. You get that's what we talked about. No, that's if they if they carry the ball. Okay. What if they carry the ball like and run ten it's yards? Same thing. Like one point. Running backs, um, or any anybody that has the ball that runs with it, mm-hmm. even a quarterback, it's every ten yards is one point. Oh, it's okay. Okay, very good. What if you fumble, recover a fumble? What does your defense get? Plus two. And what about the guy who fumbled? Minus does... minus two. Oh, yeah. point for point. Okay, field goals. Um, inside of forty yards. Uh-huh. They are three points. Okay. But what if you kick one more than 40 yards? Uh, 40 to 50 is four. 50 plus is five. Ooh. So getting a kicker is important, but not till the later rounds, right? Eh, they're not that important in the grand scheme of okay. things. Okay. All right. Very good. So I learned a term last year mm-hmm. called a stack. Okay. And that's when you have a quarterback and a wide receiver from the same team on your fantasy team. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So how important is it in the grand scheme of things to, in the draft, to get a stack? How important? Okay, so it's a nice bonus to have. It's just a bonus. It's not um, something you strive for? There's different schools of thought on it, but I, I personally think that it's good if it's in a high octane or a high throwing offense. Okay, so if you had Josh Allen. Yeah. And you had, um, uh, what's his name? Their top receiver. I can't remember his name now. Oh. Um, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But if you had, uh, like last year, if you had Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Okay. They target Tyreek Hill a lot, like mm-hmm. more than 100 times mm-hmm. in a year. And we lost Tyreek. Yeah. Well, he's gone now. Yeah. But yeah. just for examples. That would be a great stack. So when and you it's, say, and it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. Because so you, people don't want you to have the stacks. Oh, I see. So, did you have a stack last year? Um, I did. I had Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins for the Vikings. Okay. And it worked out well in one of my leagues. Okay. Okay. So you don't. You could try to strive for it, but it's pretty unlikely you'll get the stack. Like. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, you can kind of hedge your bets a little bit. Because if, let's say, that 
team mm-hmm. that has the stack runs into a really stout defense or has a bad week, so do you. You mm-hmm. have a bad week. You mm-hmm. don't score as many points. I see. Okay. So there's that's where you know the opposite argument comes into play. It's like, well, maybe stacks aren't the greatest for consistency. Because oh, if one guy has a bad game, the other guy but has a bad. But it can be saying. really good. So I think you know, in a in a an investment standpoint, the volatility is high for that. So you can be high, you can be really low. You're using really big words. So it's it's kind of feast or famine if you have a stack. When they're good, they're really good. When they're bad, they're both really bad. Like right? I said, if it's a high-octane offense like the Chiefs or the Bills or mm-hmm. somebody like that, um, you know, then I would say it's it's okay. good. Okay. And it's okay. something you should strive for. But if it's if it's a number two or three receiver mm-hmm. that's then not getting not. targeted all that much, it's not going to really make that see, much difference. See, that's what I did last year. I don't even know who it was, but I had Josh Allen, and I was like, ooh, one of the – I don't know if it was wide receivers, I think, for him was um, available. So I got him, and I was like, oh, I have a stack. And it really – Josh Allen had a heck of a year, don't get me wrong. But whoever mm-hmm. I had as the wide receiver, it turned out to be virtually – Well, he was probably their wide receiver three or four. That's what I know, mean, so and I didn't know. Get, so Get the ball a lot. Okay, okay. So um, my next question. The quarterback, and I know I ask you this like all the time, but I just like to hear your explanation. The quarterback to me mm-hmm. as a – not very knowledgeable football fan. It seems like the most important player on the field. Is that fair to say or not? Yeah. Because he's that's like fair. he's like the pitcher in the baseball game. That's how I liken it. Like he's like the leader. He's like that he sets the tone for the offense, obviously, right? Well, everything that happens in the offense runs through him. Right. So I view him as being super important. So what I want to try to understand is why people don't draft a quarterback first. Because you always tell me you don't ever draft a quarterback in the first round. I mean so, that's that's my opinion. It doesn't mean that it's the right way or the wrong way to do it, but there you can get them later. It's it's about because there's so many position. of them. Because that... yeah, I mean, because running backs traditionally have been the most important as far as scoring points. Because in they can consistently score you points. Because if they can get a hundred yards or eighty mm-hmm. yards in a game, and then score a touchdown, that's like going to get you over 12, 15 points in a game. Hmm quarterbacks you know there's a lot of them that can do a lot so really what the what the argument is is what are you giving up in that first round to get that quarterback and you're giving up a lot is, you're, is get, you're your giving it up a, an elite either running back mm-hmm. or wide receiver mm-hmm. okay that makes sense because so, it's in my it's really hard to win when you don't, don't have, have one of those yeah a, you know a solid you know okay. team okay all right. Um, so what would you say is the earliest round that you would logically draft a quarterback? I don't know. Uh, it depends on how the draft's going. But mm. I would say fourth round, third round is, is okay. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're already got two really good players, two, um, you know, good running back mm-hmm. and a good wide receiver, and you're sitting there right. in the third round, and maybe the the elite tight ends are gone, or the you know, right? Then maybe you go okay. for a quarterback there. Um, All right. I, I you know I will confess this. I have drafted a quarterback in the first round before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, and did it work out well for you that year? It actually did. So it's it was not... Pey- it was Peyton Manning back in the back day. Back in the day, okay. And he threw like fifty touchdown passes that year, wow. so it did work out well. For okay, me. okay. So it's not unheard of, but it's just not what most people do. 
it's not unheard of, but it's generally known. The okay. experienced players don't necessarily do that. Okay, very good. All right, so in our particular draft this year, we just like picked our slots or got our slots where mm-hmm. what you yep. know what number we draft. So I'm I'm drafting seventh. There's ten people in our league. Right. right. So I'm drafting seventh. So there's obviously not going to be any top running backs left. Is that fair to say? Are there more than seven top running backs in the league? It depends on how it goes. I mean, like like we just talked about, if somebody takes a quarterback or if somebody decides to go with Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson in, in the you know, first round. In the first so there could six be six picks, you could have somebody fall to you. And that's where you have to make the decision. Do I take this player? Right. Or do I you know, is there another player that's so going to score next, you more points. Is the next most important player after running back as far as scoring points, is it the wide receiver? I think so now because um, the, the it's such a passing league passing now. Okay. It, it's, and the other reason for that is a lot of teams are going to running back by committee. So that means they've got two good running backs mm-hmm. or maybe even three mm-hmm. that they rotate in and through. So... The importance of the running back has been slightly um, lessened in the last 10 years because of this trend. Mm. Um, because instead of getting 25 touches or 25 you know, opportunities in a game to run the ball or catch the ball, mm-hmm. maybe they're only getting 15. Uh, or maybe, okay. maybe, not, maybe they're getting 10. So... so you have to really look at the running backs and say, okay, is this going to be a guy that touches the ball 25 times so or 20 plus times? Here's my problem with being on a fantasy football league is that I don't know the ins and outs. So all I typically do is look at who's who's left because the computer will tell you, what's it called, the best Yeah, um, they, they rate them for you. So mm-hmm. do you how reliable is that best available? Like if I'm looking for a... It's, it's pretty reliable. Because it means it's, it's, they're... It's not bad. They're rated that way because I mean, they get touches. You're not or... going to get in trouble by okay. following the, the recommendations. Like I, there's a couple of different sites that I use, and one of them's uh, Fantasy Football Pros. Fantasy Football. Do you have to pay for that site? No, use it? it's no? free. I mean, you can upgrade to oh, a, a, a pay okay. version if you want, but you can get a lot some... of good information just based on their website. Well, and I do want to do some mock drafts. I haven't done that I yet. I would but... highly recommend that. Yes. I Because so... then you'll kind of get an idea of how the draft is going to fall for you. So where can and you, you do can mock try drafts? different s- strategies. Fantasy football pros. You can oh, you can? Yeah. You can do it on you there? Can, they it's actually free. have an app. Um, and it's free, though? Yeah. Oh, fantasy yeah. football pros. Yeah, well, and you can cool. put your draft position in there if you know that. Well, that's what I want to do, um, definitely. Now, a lot of leagues do random, and you don't know what position you're well, that drafting wouldn't help in. me. Much, those are so. fun, too, though. I like those leagues, Yeah, but too. it wouldn't help me in my current, like, situation. No. So, anyways, um, I just want to ask you about tight ends. Who are the top? Because, I mean, we're, we live in Kansas City, so Travis Kelsey is a tight end, right? Who else are the top stud tight ends? Okay, well, I mean... It's not just because I'm a Kansas City Chief fan. Okay. But Travis Kelsey is the far best. and away the best right so now. Who's and second? he has who's, not slowed down. Who's next? Like, I just don't know any of the um, I mean, Darren Waller and Kittle are oh, typically Kittle. George, George Kittle, Kittle are your are your He went to the University of Iowa, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Tight end you. Um and so those two guys generally are thought of as um, the next okay. tier, but 
I'll throw another name out there. Okay. His name is Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Plays for the Ravens. I'm going to write that one down. Mark He Andrews. is the top receiver on their team. On the Ravens? Yeah. So Lamar, who's Lamar the Jackson loves throwing oh, to his tight end. I was going to ask you, who's their quarterback? Lamar Jackson. And he throws. He's No, wait. He's a thrower or a runner? Both. Both. Oh. He's actually, um, he's, you know, from a fantasy football standpoint, he's he's a good quarterback. To Lamar have. is. Oh yeah, because he gets you a lot of yards on the ground. I think maybe that'll start to go away a little bit because they're going to try to keep him healthy. Okay. You know, because the more you run, the more you get beat up. Gotcha. All right, couple more questions. Are there different drafting philosophies that people follow, or is it more just? I mean, is there like, you know what I mean? Like, is it that organized that there's like a philosophy? Uh, yeah, really. I mean, if you want to get really super technical about it, yeah, there yeah. are. The end people. But nothing I need to know about. No, okay. I mean, it's okay. it's kind of crazy. Like, there are some people that do a no running back strategy. No running backs? In the first, their first few picks are not running backs, like for three or four. Whoa. And then they go fifth round and beyond and pick running backs after that. So what are they getting I, in the I, first I, I struggle with that, yeah. and I don't know if that would okay. work so well. So that's not your philosophy. No. All right, last question. What is your best advice for a newbie fantasy football player? One piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I mean, if you know your draft position or if you can yes. pick it. I no, pick, I know it. So for I would pick me. in the middle. Oh, when you, you pick it. When, yes. Right. Um, but generally, I would go running back first round. That's your best advice. For, for for the most part, if you're in the first five picks, you're going to get a pretty good running back. Now, that doesn't that comes with caveats because here's the big equalizer, and it's called injuries. Ah. And last year, Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. was the number one running back taken in like the vast majority of <laughs> right. leagues nationwide. And he was hurt almost the whole year, wasn't he? And he went down in I think week one, mm-hmm. and you never know, came back. So. Gotcha. What for that first round's important. If that first round pick is a dud, mm-hmm. you're in deep trouble. You're in deep trouble. Deep trouble. But it doesn't mean you can't still salvage something, you know, if you pick up a backup or if you pick up like Chuba Hubbard was the backup running back for McCaffrey last year and a lot of people picked him up and he did decent. Did he do okay? He did okay. Got some points. Because that offense was kind of built around that running back receiver kind of position, kind of like Alvin Kamara, your guy. Yeah. Um, but just Is he still around, Alvin Kamara? Yeah. 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 How highly rated is he? Is, is you he... know, he's he's getting up there a little bit. In age. Um, yeah. but it, and it's always that there's always that time where, okay, the running back doesn't perform. Right. Because it's a very physical position and they sure. just get beat up. Sure. And, you know, so it's like, when do you stop? Yeah. You know, and there are a lot of people right now talking about Christian McCaffrey that way. That, you know, because he's had so many injuries, they're oh. like. So is his, he ranked in the top yeah, like five? I think his af- average draft position is lower this year than it's ever been. Like how low? Like Probably five. Really? But, um well, there are still people it, that'll take him number one, though. But see, in thinking about it, I mean, I wouldn't draft him in the first round. Like, and not that I know that much about him, but gosh, well, it's seeing... it's the cautionary tale from yeah. last year. And see, and this is where the psychology of things comes into this, is because a lot of people will chase production. Yeah. So I'm guessing that Cooper Cup mm-hmm. is going to be overvalued this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he's going to have a bad year. Right. 
But I'm saying but it's hard to repeat what he did last year. Last year was an incredible year yep. that doesn't come off along and very often. And guess who had Cooper Cup? Yeah, you did. You're looking at her? Yes. Okay, so uh-huh. as uh-huh. I say this, uh-huh. in my auction league, uh-huh. I have Cooper Cup uh-huh. coming back next year. And I have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, you And have I have him. T. Higgins. And I have Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, you have a heck of a team. So I have four guys in the top ten. That's amazing. That's amazing. And McCaffrey. Very good. So. All right. Well, those were my my primary questions. I don't know if I'm going to do any better at drafting it, yeah, but I think doing the mock drafts, I want to do a bunch of those, and I think yeah. it'll help me feel a little better about it. So, thank you, Jim, for sharing your knowledge sure. on football. We talk. I don't know about you guys at home uh, who are listening, but we spend a lot of time just talking about football. Well, no, I'm going to rephrase it. Jim spends a lot of time talking about football, and I spend a lot of time nodding my head and <laughs> acting like I know what he's talking about. But I do learn. Mm. I do learn over the years so we've been married 29 years so i picked up a few nuggets here and there so this was our off topic episode uh next episode we'll get back to the world of speech therapy and child development and all that good stuff but thank you jim for uh enlightening us you're welcome (laughs) all right guys thanks for listening to another episode of slp talk show uh if you're enjoying the podcast please be sure to leave us a five-star review along with any feedback and we'd love to know what topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes so as you go back into the real world be kind practice acceptance and please please get your boobies checked early detection could just save your life well it could save your life um it it, it certainly saved mine didn't it jim it did 10 years ago certainly did so until we meet again cheers